Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, we are welcome to episode 10 of season 3 of Biblical Furnaces. We continue our look into situational leadership in this episode. I've been covered out to discover who we are in episode 8. In that, in that was covered leadership identity and how to explore leadership context or leadership situation in episode 9. We now focus on the comparison between identity and context. Why are we focusing on it? We need to determine fitness. Fitness is very, very crucial. The, the importance of comparison is really related to the impact of leadership on leadership placement. Beloved, comparison realizes leadership placement. It always aims to put the right leader in the right place at the right time for optimum kingdom effectiveness. It is well known that good placement leads to better influence and ministry effectiveness for Jesus Christ, not for yourself, not for an individual, not for myself. The downside of poor placement is, however, very, very worrisome. You will agree with me. It is destructive at the personal and organizational levels. Beloved, you don't want to experience the downside of bad placement. Beloved, poor placement results in less influence or negative influence and limited, if any, limited church effectiveness in terms of the great commandment and the great commission. So our, our central question for this episode of BP is, how should leadership placement be done? How should it be expedited? Beloved, it is important to think carefully about placement because of the negative side when it is not done correctly. That is where comparison comes into play. Comparison involves placing the leader's identity side by side with the identity of the church or parish that is uh, that is that will be placed in order to ensure alignment. There are consequences of poor placement, beloved. There are many consequences, but we want to just highlight three here. These consequences emphasize the need for us to get it right when we place leaders in positions. Number one. Leadership stress and anxiety will ensue when the placement is wrong. The worse the match, the more the stress that the person and individual will experience and also the church or the organization. Number two, emotional pains that may lead to other health and well problems will ensue for the individual that is placed wrongly. Then number three, discouraged congregation of followers will be disgruntled. These 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 three uh, consequences are something that we mustn't we mustn't play about with because they have other other negative effect or detrimental effect. The three problems underline the need to make a comparison before leadership placement. The question is what must we compare? What is compared? There are five things that there are many things that can be compared, but we would like to look at five in this episode. Number one. We have mentioned it several times in this season. His beliefs. Leaders should compare their doctrinal beliefs with that of the church and the followers to be pastored. The aim of the comparison is to see areas of agreement to avoid teaching problems in the parish or in the church. For instance, both the leader and the church must agree on views on, on, on the views regarding the Bible, God, and faith. A wise leader should ask, can I live with the, with the doctrine of the followers or with the beliefs? Doctrinal beliefs of the followers or the congregation in this particular parish. 
Number two is values. We all have personal values and organizational values. We have dealt with it as well. We must compare that. Before a placement is made, alignment with values is critical. It is important. Why? It is critical because wise leaders understand that their effectiveness depends to a large extent on the followers, the people following them. Studies have shown that people who share organizational values, both leaders and the, both leaders and the lead, are more likely to constructively advance the mandate of the church or organizational establishment. This holds true for church and for the church and those who lead it. The core values of the leaders must therefore align with that of the church for a healthy working relationship. Number three, the style of the leadership that the church approves or the personal style of that leader must also be examined. For, because of stability, it is important to check style of leadership. If you take an authoritarian leader or somebody that is very high in dominating to a congregation that is attuned to democratic ways of making decisions, there are problems that will occur. The leadership style should match the expectations of the church or the congregation. Jesus Christ was a situational leader, as we know, in his earthly ministry. So all Christian leaders should strive to eliminate him. The key question to ask is, does the church leadership style align with my style? If there is discrepancy or there are gaps, then the incubate or somebody that is proposed to lead that particular parish must think twice. Now that number 14 that we must consider is capability. We have both God-given and developed capability. This may be difficult, but it is necessary. You want to place someone that is capable in 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 a leadership position in the church. The aim of checking capability is to identify areas of improvement for that leader, so that the leader can develop new capability that will move the work of the ministry forward. For example, a ministry that, for example, beloved, a ministry or a parish that value leaders that are sophisticated and educated, and you want to place someone. That, that values or celebrate mediocrity in that particular parish, you need to think twice. Either you develop that fellow or you find a suitable leader for that parish in order not to cause trouble in the parish. Number five, we want to check also theology. When leaders compare their theology with that of the church, of their primary assignment, there must be no discrepancy. There must, no, there must not be any gap. Pastors looking to make looking to lead must make sure that they can teach their congregation the right doctrine and the congregation will accept it. If, for example, the congregation already have some unbiblical views, the pastor needs to work hard to ensure that such views are reversed. So apart from making comparison with these five areas that we have highlighted, before leadership placement is made, the team, the leaders, the elders, and the governing council of the of the church or the church council, or individuals involved in making placement could ask the following questions, and these questions will assist. I I, I do provide uh, I, I, some answers that we assist. Um, the answers are not cast in stone. Number one question: Should leaders accept assignment in a church? where there is little or no alignment. 
as we have just mentioned, regarding these five areas, theology, values, leadership style, etc. Personally, I would argue that the cause to the person and the cause to the congregation outweigh any merit in such appointment. Leaders should refrain from such assignment for the greater good because the church is bigger than an individual. Number two, question that one can ask or the team can brainstorm upon. What does the Bible say about making comparison before a leadership placement? In other words, is it biblical for us to compare and look at all these things? I want to argue that it is, it is biblical for us to think because God always prepares a vessel that will be used. God do not place someone where he has not prepared the person. He prepared Moses, for example. He prepared Joshua. He prepared many people. Even Jesus Christ was prepared before he started. So, the answer to this question, the Bible is clear about a, appropriate placement of leaders. Play, the Bible did not say we must place leaders in an hazard way or in a self-satisfied, self-interested way. The Bible says God is sovereign in how he places leaders in position. Why? Because God rules over the affairs of his creation, over the affairs of man. He set up leaders and he put them down. Daniel 4.17 Daniel 4.17 says, The most high rules in the kingdom of men, gives it to whoever he will, and set over it the lowest of men. Therefore, God and not a person determines where leaders serve and their position in a church. In fact, Jesus responded to the mother of the Zebedee brothers in Matthew 20.23 that placement in position is the exclusive responsibility of God the Father. In John 3.27 also, in John 3.27, John the Baptist says, A man can receive only what is given him from heaven, from above. So God is sovereign when determining where to place leaders. Humans are just the vessel in realizing it. Number three question that we want to use for brainstorming, or you can even, individual can ask themselves if you are considering a particular assignment. Does God's sovereign placement of leaders in position mean such person can do little or nothing to affect that context or situation? The answer is no. You, you are expected to do things to improve that context. Your decision must improve, must make better a context and a situation. Now let's look at an illustration to, to, to better uh, answer this. Let us consider Nehemiah who prayed and asked God to make him successful by granting him favor in the presence of an unbelieving king. You can see Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 11. Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 11 for that. The Bible records that God answered. God answered the prayers of Nehemiah. God made Nehemiah that was a cup bearer to eventually become the governor of Jerusalem by overseeing the rebuilding of the walls. The moral of this story is that if the motive of the leader is pure, is godly, it's clean, God will grant favor to Ezel in any situation of placement. God will give you the ability and the grace to develop all the capability that you require, that are required to Ezel in that placement. So, beloved, let's look at the BP for this episode as we conclude. Number one BP, biblical furnaces, that we must put at the back of our mind. Leadership placement is a divine appointment as much as a human assignment, meaning God orchestrates placement. Only women be the agents that put it in place. Number two, 
God is sovereignly working behind the scenes to place the dust where they should be. I repeat, God is sovereignly working behind the scenes to place the dust where they should be. If we read 1 Kings 19 very well, when Elijah said, Oh, I am tired, I am the only one. God said, No, you are not the only one. We still have, I still have about 7,000 prophets. And immediately God asked him to anoint Elisha. So God is always working sovereignly behind the scene to place people where they should be. So people can be substituted. We shall not be substituted in Jesus' name. Number three. Personal and organizational, number three PP, personal and organizational consequence of wrong or poor leadership placement is huge. It is expensive to the person, expensive to the families that are affected, expensive to the organization. Because the losses are economic and not economic losses. You have social losses, community losses attached to wrong placement. Especially if that church plays significant role in the community. Number four BP. For us to do placement, we must compare the following things: beliefs, values, styles, capability, and theology. We must compare them to see alignment between that leader that is to be placed and the church where he's going to be leading. We have to think and debate this, pray about it before a placement decision is made. Now, final BP for this episode. Placement must balance qualification with suitability. That fellow to be placed must be suitable. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for placing us in our place of destiny. Father, shield every one of us from all evil arrows of wrong leadership placement in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to recognize your sovereignty in leadership placement always in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name. Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed Church of God Restoration House online or on site in Blue Forty, South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platforms on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus.